well between Haridas and Vrindavan Guru Nishta. Um, and um, the world situation, keeping abreast of that, which is unpleasant. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can, I can hear you. It just broke up for a second, but that, I think that was because I was doing the recording. So let's go ahead and take the questions. Okay, um, so the first question was sent to me from Bhakti Rasa, but it's from Chaitanya Das. I don't know if they're on today, um, but the question is, uh, did Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu receive the Maha Mantra and the Gopal Mantra from Ishwar Puri at the time of his initiation? And if so, did he receive the Hare Krishna Mantra starting with Hare Ram, Hare Ram, 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 etc.? One second. There we go. So um, thank you for the question. Um, it's described uh, in the Chaitanya Charitamrita that uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu received the Krishna mantra from Ishwar Puri. Um, I don't remember if it's in the text or not, or in the, in the commentary, would be the commentary of Prabhupada, or sometimes he summarizes the commentary of Bhaktivinoda, Bhaktisiddhanta, Sashti Thakur, um, but uh, somewhere in there, if you will, uh, I believe it is mentioned that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu received the 10 syllable Krishna mantra from Ishwar Puri. This one that we find in Great um, Bhagavatamrita, mantra that Gopal Kumar uh, received from his guru. And uh, this is in a kind of an abbreviated form of the uh, 18 syllable mantra, which the latter there, the 18 syllable mantra is said to be like the mother of all Krishna mantras. Hmm? So, um, um, the, um, regardless, the effect will be the same. Um, the 10 syllable mantra excludes the names of Krishna and Govinda in the mantra and um, underscores the name of Gopi Janabalava. Hmm. Um, it's mentioned in Chaitanya Charitamrita that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu on chanting the mantra ex experienced ecstatic symptoms were um, bewildering to him and he reported it to Ishwar Puri who was very pleased um, with the result. As far as the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, um, there's no description of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu receiving that. Typically the Hare Krishna Mantra is not referred to as the Krishna Mantra but in Chaitanya Charitamrita in fact it's, it, 
the Nam mantra, if you will, which consists only of names, uh, is arguably distinguished from the Krishna mantra. So Nam, Krishna Nam, and Krishna mantra. It's said, for example, that by Krishna mantra, one can achieve samsara mochan, uh, liberation from material existence, and by Krishna Nam, one can attain the lotus feet of Krishna. So while a mantra, whether it be the 10 syllable or 18 syllable mantra, um, um, requires some more qualification to be efficacious, it also retires uh, at a certain point in terms of its efficacy. Um, whereas in contrast, the Nam mantra, the Maha mantra, doesn't seek any qualification and its efficacy extends into uh, into the uh, sadhya, into the perfection, into the paravyom, so we can find uh, the chanting of Krishna Nam, for example, amongst the inhabitants of Vrindavan. It's a regular affair, but we don't find them sitting down and doing the dhyan, japa of, uh, um, of, of Gopal Mantra. Uh, so there's a difference in the two in terms of eligibility to receive which is, is important, it's not a restriction, but it's important because if one's not eligible to receive, one receives, it won't be efficacious and one won't, won't have faith in its, in its uh, uh, purported effect and so forth. But it requires greater qualification and it retires in terms of its reach earlier. So uh, we don't have any that I know of, um, uh, record of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu receiving the Hare Krishna Mahaprabhu, Maha Mantra, but it is there in the uh, uh, Upanishads. Hmm. I forget the name of that Upanishad. Um, Kaliya Santarana. Um, Chihari. Ka Kaliya Santarana Upanishad. Can you, can you hear Sajan speaking? Oh, I can see his mouth moving down. Well, yeah, he said the same answer as Chitta. <laughs> it's found there. Um, and there are two versions of the Upanishad um, in, in which, one in which the mantra begins, Hari Ram, Hari Ram, 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 Hari Hari, Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, 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 Hari Hari. And the other in which it begins Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 Ram, Hare Ram, Ram, Hare Hare. I don't think there's much to be made out of that, but some have tried. Um, for example, some have argued that in the Upanishads, not qualified to chant Upanishadic mantras, therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Um, but uh, available, um, I don't know how, how well that holds up. And um, um, for that matter, if you look at the discourse there in the Upanishad, which is very short, um, it's however it's mentioned with Hari Ram first or Hari Krishna first, the, the import. Uh, there and the discussion between Brahma and Narada is that this is the mantra for Kali Yuga of, 
bond between Larry Rom first or Harry first. Rudy, you're like you're breaking up a lot. I'm on the mantra. Hello. I yeah, you're you're kind of breaking up. I can I can't really hear you. Well, um, can you hear me now? Yes, now, huh? I can now. Um, yeah, I'm going to try to turn my video off. So hopefully mm -hmm. it makes your internet easier. Okay. So if you, if, if you can't hear me, raise your hand, anybody out there. I can see some of you. I can see Krishna Kumari. I can see Ram Mohan. You can't hear me. I okay, so okay, we're kind of right. it's 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 just in and it's just in and out. Um, well, what I was saying anyway, I'll go on. If at some point anybody can't hear me, just hold up your hand. Um, that I was saying that in the Upanishad, whether the mantra, whether you take the version that begins with Hari Ram or begins with Hari Krishna, it really makes no difference. Why? Because the context there is that this is the Nam mantra consisting of 16 names. For deliverance in Kali Yuga, the Dharma, the Yuga Dharma for which is Nam Sankirtan. So this is this is the Nam mantra given to be sung widely by the public. Hmm. Um, that's why I say the argument that well Chaitanya Mahaprabhu changed it doesn't really hold up very well. Hmm. Uh, some people have suggested that, but um, so where did he receive it? Um, well, we don't know of him receiving it per se. Uh, uh, it's possible Ishvarpur gave it to him, um, but uh, itself, the Nam it's described, does not, uh, this Nam mantra doesn't require initiation. Now, the point of view, of course, is that if we think we don't need the Guru to give us the mantra because it's independent of, of Diksha, Nam is independent of Diksha, then we may in effect, offend the guru by disregarding the principle of the guru, offend the name, and not get derive the results. Um, name will hold back. Uh, now, that wouldn't be the case for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who accepted a guru, received Krishna mantra, and so on and so forth. Whether he received the Hare Krishna mantra, uh, that we don't know, but he certainly advocated it, and he's God. Um, <laughs> And he is the same Krishna who gave the Gopal mantra to Brahma at the dawn of creation, appearing again in his own Sampradaya to receive a version of it, to advocate the 18-syllable Gopal mantra as it is in Chaitanya Charitamrita and other Gaudiya texts, and to um, promote the wide chanting of the Hare Krishna Maha Mantra as it's described in the Upanishad. It's also described in a couple of Puranas, I think Agni Purana, Brahma Purana, also the Hare Krishna mantra is, is mentioned. Hmm. So then there are instances, obviously to make the point that I made earlier, in which Hare Krishna mantra is given an initiation, said that Advaita gave initiation of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra 
to Sachi. Hmm? Sometimes that's it's found in some of the the um, texts from the Advaita uh, Ramsa um, biographical text, hagiographical Hager, texts. Um, th that point is made to emphasize: well, we should chant with the blessing of, of the guru um, uh, and so on and so forth, and not disregard the guru. But again, Hare Krishna Mahamantra is independent, and so. Um, Mahaprabhu accepting a guru obviously did not make that offense and um, um, he is the distributor of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. Um, he is the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. So, so I don't think we should worry. I'm, not, I'm, saying, I'm saying that that's what the questioner Chaitanya Das is, is thinking that, oh, it's a problem. I don't, I'm not saying that, but it's not a problem. Hmm? I think I've answered the question, uh, which had a few twists to it. Um, it's strange, no? Yeah. yeah? Um, Brigu did have a follow-up question. Brigu, okay. Brigu Pai. Dandavat Guru Maharaj. Uh, I was thinking about this, this verse uh, of the Chaitanya Charitamrita that you mentioned mm. about Krishna Mantra and Krishna Nama mm. and how Sridhar mm. Maharaj, of course, made this diagram of the two circles within each other. Uh, but it, it seems to me the Brihad Bhagavatamrita is, is kind of contradicting this teaching. Gopakumar, he went all the way uh, with the Gopal Mantra. Well, that's not uh, true, actually. Depends <laughs> what you mean by all the way. Uh, he did attain Mukti. Hmm? That means he went to Bhakuntha, right? He even went to Dwarka, if I recall correctly. Hmm? Um, and there he got instruction from Narada further, which he also got in Bhakuntha. Hmm? From Bhakuntha. Ayodhya from Ayodhya, Hisha from Narada in, in Vaikuntha, right? Uh, so from Ayodhya to Dwarka. And Dwarka, Narada again advised him, but then um, deferred to Uddhava hmm, to give him further advice because Uddhava had a full acquaintance with Braj Bhakti, having gone there, having been sent there by Krishna, having gone there ostensibly to minister to the inhabitants, only to learned something from him, uh, which was extraordinary because he himself was Shastravit. He knew everything. He was a, the advisor of Krishna from Shastra in, 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 in Dwarka. Uh, he's a Dasya Bhakti with some influence of Sakya. And his Sakya and the Pranai potential uh, was uh, brought out in his visit to, um, to Braj. So he was in a good position to uh, minister to uh, Gopal Kumar, who had the destiny of of, uh, of Sakiras in in in, in Braj, <clears throat> and um, of course Nara is also said to be in Sakiras, but his acquaintance with Braj was not as uh, as uh, uh, as great as Uddhava's. At any rate, what did Uddhava advise him? 
and Buddha advised him, go back to Boma Vrindavan, to Vrindavan on earth there. And from there to go the full distance, he instructed him to do uh, chant the favorite names of God, Nam Kirtan, and remember the pastimes. So, to, so at that point, everywhere he went, he went by chanting his mantra, but he didn't go from Boma Vrindavan to, to Goloka Vrindavan hmm, by chanting his mantra. Instead, he went by Nam Kirtan and, and, the, and, the, and the Smarnam, the Lila Smarnam that that Kirtan fostered. And it said in the context of his practice, Krishna appeared to him, he chased after him, and then he disappeared. He ran after him. He fell into the Jamuna, and the Jamuna took him to Goloka Vrindavan. So he didn't go by the mantra, so it didn't take him all the way. No contradiction there. Rupa Kumar ki jai, Goloka Vrindavan ki jai. Guru Maharaj ki jai. Thank you. Um, Chitta has a question. Okay. Thank you, Guru Maharaj. Actually, I have two questions. Um, so the description of the, the Dom, can you hear me? Yeah. The description of the Dom found in the Brahma Sanghita, I was wondering about if we contrast that, that yantric description with, say, a description that's more, I guess you could say literal in terms of like, there's a river and there's breezes and there's this and that is that. It just kind of makes me, I was wondering what is the utility for that yantric kind of description? Like when you have these other descriptions that are that are more descriptive of what the place would really kind of look like. Um, just kind of wondering like, well, okay, so you're supposed to meditate on this hexagonal thing and how is that efficacious? I'm just kind of wondering. Right, yeah, well, the, uh, the yantra, uh, it's a Gopal yantra. That includes the Kam Gayatri. It's mentioned in Hari Bhakti Vilas. Um, and um, it is a poetic, sonic, and um, geometric description of Goloka. Hmm? I think the emphasis is more on the geometric and the sonic. Geometric means the square. Uh, and then the star within and uh, uh, and, and, the, and the center of the world, the lotus, the petals. Uh, it, 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 so anyway, the uh, hexagonal figure inside of a square and so on. So there, there's your geometric, it's, 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 it's prime primarily kind of geometric. And then because the mantra is placed within the, the uh, design of the entree, it's, it's sonic mm -hmm. also. And it's poetic, maybe just in a way that the descriptions are, um, well, uh, a little hard to grasp uh, um, compared to like a poetic, description like you're talking about of how beautiful Vrindavan and the Jamuna and Govardhan and, and uh, as there are many nice verses describing that. 
So Or anything. Did did you hear disagreeing? We can't we can't hear anything. Hello. Okay. Lost now we can you. hear you. Yeah. yeah. Stop. What I was saying is, I think that the uh, the. Um, efficacy, if you will, of the entree has diminished over time as people's minds have changed um, in ancient times. Um, it seems to have been something from the Tantra that uh, uh, was implemented, used more. They would make, the, they would draw the entree in sand or engrave it on metal and, and put it on the altar and it would be worshiped and so on and so forth. Um, you know, as time has gone by, um, deity worship has has developed much more in terms of the artistic uh, uh, attempt to replicate Krishna, uh, human-like, and and so on. If you look at if you look at back at the deities of times gone by, then they're not like the deities that are made. Uh, today that, that that are so attractive to people and so forth that are that, that kind of agree with their own artistic uh, sensibilities and, and and mindset and so forth so i think there's kind of a, like an evolution of, of sorts that that makes that yantra worship a little more abstract and less practical for sadhakas but in the past apparently it, it um, was more appealing. Hmm. Um, uh, and, and these things, uh, at any rate, are all uh, have a purpose that often escapes people, I, I suppose, but it, the, the whole purpose of all of the sadhana, for that matter, but these are instruments to help in that regard, is to, is to, is to fix the mind, hmm, to absorb the mind. So, uh, it's a complex thing. You look at a star and a square and a lotus and, a, and syllables of the mantra and so on and so forth. It, it, it's possible to be fairly consuming of the mind. But again, all of these things that are recommended ultimately have this purpose in mind. And that's the relativity uh, of them, if you will, that a sadhaka that's wise will um, uh, understand and apply himself or herself uh, appropriately. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 not only is it is it why would you be attracted? You think to that description as opposed to a beautiful description of the pastoral setting of Braj and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, that and for that matter, it's even hard to understand what, what what's being said there in the description of the entree, it's very, very abstract. Now people tend to think, oh, it's more abstract, it's more esoteric, it's it's deeper, uh, you know, it, uh, I don't look at it like that. You had another question went with that? Or Yeah, uh, so later on in the same Sanghita, in the last, one of the last verses, um, where Krishna is instructing Brahma on uh, Gauna Bhakti, Bhakti Vinod in his commentary says, 
So worldly occupations are to be executed along with the meditation of remembering the worship of the Supreme Lord in Archenmarg or the path of due reverence for the deity. So what does he mean there? I'm sorry, but you broke up. I didn't hear it all. Okay. Bhaktivinoda says, so worldly occupations are to be executed along with the meditation of remembering the worship of the Supreme Lord in Archenmarg or the path of due reverence for the deity. So what is he talking about there? Like, is he talking about meditating on the deity or what does he mean? Worship, remembering the worship of the Lord in the, in Archen. Well, I, you know, that's a translation from his Bengali commentary. Um, I, I don't think uh, it means any more than what, what he really seems to be talking about. If, if I, my mind's going to the same section, um, is that Brahma had two tasks. He had his worldly task to create and, um, and he had his aspiration to attain spiritually. So um, mantra was efficacious in both res with, with regard to both of his um, aspirations. And, and then the case with most people is they have some worldliness about them that they have to deal with. And then they have um, That they're starting to, and they try to Yeah, we, we can't hear you. Okay, looks like you're back now. Okay, he's gone. <laughs> He'll be back. Wonderful AI interrupting us, rascals. Yeah, I was wondering that too, Indra. Um, but I wonder if like, I'm just wondering if it's kind of, I don't know, we can ask him because he was like, raise your hand if you can't hear me. So I don't, I don't know what's coming through better, the audio for him or the video, I don't know. Okay, Purdue's back.
Sorry about that. Okay, I can hear you. Anyway, what I was saying is that I think that uh, what Bhakti Mnotakar's basic thing, that Brahma had two, two concerns, the creation and then his spiritual attainment. Hmm? And most people similarly have uh, worldly uh, necessities and then their spiritual ideal, and they try to bring them together as, as far as possible. Um, and, uh, you know, dovetail their um, material um, uh, needs and whatnot with Krishna consciousness. I don't think he's talking about anything more than what Brahma's doing on a larger scale. Hmm? And the language, you know, there may be a problem with the translation there from Bengali to Sanskrit. That, what does he mean? Is he remember worshiping, or is he talking about worshiping? Um, probably both, uh, worship and remember. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, sorry for the technical difficulties. Hopefully, we'll be okay from here throughout. We still have more time. Uh, is there another question? Um, I had a follow-up question to Chitta's first question. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I was just. It just kind of reminded me. Um, so I know that maybe at some point mudras were used in deity worship and maybe they still are, but I just don't really see that often. Was that also something that was kind of like retired with, do you kind of see what I'm saying? Like they're not used as often and like the yantras aren't used as often. Like why aren't they used maybe? Well, just wondering. As far as mudras go, um... They uh, happen to be, uh, excuse me, an aspect of uh, Vaidhi Bhakti, uh, which in which uh, typically Archon is very central. In our uh, Sampradaya, I would say that Kirtan, uh, 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 Shravan, hearing and meditating are central, and deity worship is also like half there, three and a half of the main, main angas, if you will. And, and that, by that, I mean to say that the deity worship that we do is, tends to be less elaborate, less complicated, less much less rule-based. And you may wonder, what? There's all kinds of rules. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, it's much less than you'll find, for example, in the Vaidhi Mark Sampradayas, like Ramanuja Sampradaya, or Bhadva Sampradaya. I've mentioned this before. I believe they worship a Christian deity. I can't hear you. And the Pujas to a language, the ritual. Yeah, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't hear you at all. I haven't been able to hear you for like 30 seconds. He's gone again. Oh, okay. 
just waiting for him to come back. Yeah, Indra, I think I should probably ask that. I mean, is it? I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. Maybe I can ask later. Okay, so um, what if we all turn our cameras off and I'll just let him know that we did that. Um, and we're just gonna see if that works better. So everyone can turn your cameras off and hopefully that won't put as much of a strain on the internet there. Sorry okay, um, so I, I just, we just had an idea. We're going to try to turn our cameras off so it won't put so much of a strain on your internet. Okay. So I was saying that, um, that if you go to Udupi, I don't know if you heard that part. Um, and now the problem with one of you should keep, Rodney should keep your camera on because I'll see if it freezes. Then I'll know. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering about that too. Okay. So in Udupi, they worship the deity from, you know, before dawn till noon. And it's, it's very, it's a Vaidhi Marg Sampradaya. The procedures are very elaborate and so on and so forth. Ours are very um, uh, shortcut comparatively. Uh, like you can go to, well, you know, you have all the, the rules, how to, how to walk, how to, how to talk, um, how many times to sip water and pour water and, uh, and so on and so forth. Um, what to wear, you know, in in, uh, in some pradayas like Madhva Ramanuj, the male does the worship, perhaps primarily well, in all the temples, and only uh, wears a unsewn upper cloth. You go to Vrindavan in the winter and you find the pujars with uh, wool, uh, you know, socks on and a cap and a sweater, and it's cold. <laughs> and uh, so there's some relaxing, if you will. Um, and there's an emphasis that's on the spirit of the feeling of it, not that uh, rules should be rejected and so forth. But one of the things that is uh, relative to Vaidhi Marg that is um, not uh, said to be employed in Rag Marg during Archon is the mudras. Mm -hmm. So amongst the there's 64 angas of bhakti given by Rupa Goswami, one of them is worshiping the queens of Dwarka. That's an Anga of Bhakti, but that's not done for those who are pursuing Rag Bhakti in Braj and employing the mudras and so forth. Uh, I think Krishna you know, says, just, just feed me for God's sake. Um, so <laughs> enough of this, uh, you know, you're talking in codes and now you're going to do sign language on top of it, you know. Um, so I'm just being a little humorous about it, but um, okay, you're frozen again. Yeah, those are.
so much for the mudras. Anyway, so much for the mudras. I see that you're frozen up again. So, um, were. yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you now. Yeah, I got. I think I got the gist of what you were saying. Um, Sadvi has a question. Okay. Thank you. Pranam Guru Maharaj, I hope you hear me. Yes. Uh, yes, my question is on, on Nishta. Uh, in Madhuri Gavambiji, explained that um, uh, the five obstacles, which are almost completely destroyed in uh, Nishta, like sleep, distraction, bad habits, etc. But it is also, um, I was wondering about this almost completely. What exactly does it mean that it is... Um, at what percentage they just still stay and I was generally interested in what's the mood there. Unfortunately, your question broke up. It seemed to be talking about uh, in Nishta's uh, certain uh, impediments or done away with and you want to know what percentage of them is it? I mean, I couldn't hear everything because it broke up. You want to say I, it again? I, I can repeat, yeah. Um, the question was that uh, I've read uh, about um, Nishta, almost uh, mm -hmm. those obstacles being on Nishta, like uh, distraction, sleep, bad habits, lack of taste for spiritual topics, etc. They're almost completely destroyed. Like my question was, what means almost? Is it like still but, they stay? The, the, that idea that in Nishta they're almost destroyed derives from the verse of the Bhagavatam, Nasta Prayeshu Badreshu Nitim Bhagavata Seva. Bhagavati Uttamashloki, Bhakti Bhagavati Naishtiki. Naishtiki means Nishta. So in, in, in the, by regularly hearing the Bhagavatam, serving the person Bhagavatam, as we say, then. That almost everything is is removed. Hmm? It said, right? Now you want to know what or what percentage? Well, the next verse says, "Tada da jastamo bhava kama I'm referring to the Bhagavatam, where Vishnu Chakravarti is is really uh, in his Madhurya Kanabani elaborating on such verses that. Um, point to or describe these different stages that the book is taking us through. Stages are given by Rupa Goswami and Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu in two verses, the nine stages, and Vishwana Chakrati Thakur has made a book out of that. In Bhagavatam, in his own commentary on Bhagavatam, also I should say that Vishwana also says there's, there's another way to look at there's 14 different stages. But at any rate, he seeks in his book, Madhuri Kadamadi, to point to verses in the Bhagavatam that speak about those those stages. So these are the verses about Nishta. And so what is destroyed is described in the next verse. Kama Lobalayasjaitanavitam. That means Kama and Loba. These are the lower end of the problems, although they're big. In other words, sleeping, falling asleep or being dis, 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 distracted <clears throat> is not a big as big of a problem as having uh, desires born out of rajas 
or Thomas. Mm -hmm. um, so these things are uh, said to be overcome. The major impediments, kama loba means uh, uh, lust and greed. Mm -hmm. While other ones, the ones you're talking about that are more subtle, um, uh, will remain until nishta is, is complete and then there's no, no distraction. Then you can, uh, with, with no distraction, uh, uh, move on, so to speak, or you, you will progress to the stage of uh, nishta. So if you want to know, am I in the stage of nishta? You may be in the stage of nishta. Mm -hmm. Someone may be in the stage of nishta. And still working on those, uh, those issues, when nishta is complete, they'll be gone. But, but as nishta begins, if you will, then uh, kama, loba, these things, for the most part, are, are retired. There may be some extraordinary instance where it rises up and somebody's distracted, but uh, typically that's not the case. Um, one, for example, initially will hear and chant despite the fact that he may be or she may be distracted but if one is taken away by uh lust for uh uh, uh or uh, some other uh un, un, unfavorable activity it will interrupt one's practice hmm? so i think it's the difference between like the beginning of mishta and and, and the end, if you will. Does that help, Sadhvi? Yes, thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Okay, thank you for the question. What else? So, um, Matthew, do you want me to, I think he wants me to read his question. Um, okay. So his question is, um, is Yoga Myra operative in Gora Leela? Chaitanya sometimes shows his form, but it would seem to interfere with his devotion in the mode of Radha if he is aware of his own godhood. That's his question. Yes, Yogamaya, of course, is uh, uh, active um, in Gaurila. You are thinking about it, Matthew, in a particular way, but her functions are many. Um, it's said that uh, um, Advaita as Mahavishnu brought Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to the world and his, his consort Sita is, is, uh, is um, Yogamaya. Hmm. Um, so just to personify that. Yeah, you're, you're breaking up some. I think we missed probably like the last 15 or 20 seconds. Okay, now I can see you now moving. But I'm talking about Yoga Mayapur and uh, Sita Takarani, the consort of Advaita. But overall, you can say the way in which Yoga Maya is functioning um, in the, in the Gorlila. Um, let's say in Krishna, it's functioning that everyone uh, is uh, not seeing Krishna as God, right? 
Um, so there's kind of an illusion, a yogic illusion. Um, and that affords intimacy with, with Bhagavan. In Gaur-lila, everyone is a siddha. But Navadweep is described as, as uh, 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 yeah, you're frozen again. You stopped at Sadhana Siddhabhumi. Yeah, Sadhana Siddhabhumi. So that means that land in Bhumi in which uh, uh, sadhakas, siddhas, I should say, are playing the role of sadhakas. So the role of Mahamaya is to turn the siddhas in their minds into sadhakas. So they're thinking themselves to be sadhakas. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is thinking himself to be a sadhaka, to be a devotee. Sometimes his devotees say that he's Vishnu, Krishna, and he, and he covers his ears. And other times, of course, he himself says that he's, he's Bhagavan. So it comes out that he is in the minds of the devotees, and that they are his associates, and then it's covered by Yoga Maya. But overall, that's the covering, that siddhas are covered by, by the Maya of, of the internal potency to think that they're sadhakas. And that's to our advantage, obviously, because they lead a life then of sadhakas uh, and, and set an example that we um, we can follow. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice question. Thank you. I think that's all the questions. Um, I don't know if someone else has a question. Okay. I see the surgeon has one. He has raised his hand. Yes, I can't hear you right now, so you have to unmute yourself. Yes, can you hear me now, Maharaj? I can, yes. Oh, good, good. Um, in regard to just earlier today when you were saying that chanting of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra is quite commonplace activity in Goloka Vrindavan, can I ask, in, in what contexts particularly would would we say that the cowherd boys chant that when they're... Uh, uh, going through the forest with the cat with the calves and cows or perhaps the gopis when they're uh, I mean what context uh, can we can we envision that happening yes in either of those contexts um, that said I think the, the reference is is perhaps more broad than uh, specific in that the, the ma mantra consists of names Hari, Ram and Krishna. And Goloka Vrindavan is filled with the chanting of the names of Hari, Ram, and Krishna. Whether it's exactly in Hari Krishna, Hari Krishna, 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 Hari, 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 Ram, Hari, Ram, 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 Hari. Why not? Hmm? <laughs> right. Oh. You're frozen again, Maharaj. Great strength. You hear me? Yeah. Of handsomeness and great strength all around. Yeah. So Rama. So there are many instances um, of uh, Hari is said to be the favorite name in Braj because it means he steals and he stole our hearts. Uh, so the names of Ram, Krishna, and Hari, they're just everywhere in the Braj. Whether they're 
as I say, enunciated in the form of the Maha Mantra per se itself directly. Yeah, why not? But um, not it doesn't. If it's not, it doesn't. It doesn't contradict the point that Nam has uh, is sadhana is the sadhana and is Nam is the sadhana and it is the sadhya as well. And it's just for quite uh, natural. You can if if you if you hear about someone who's very great in the estimate of others and they share their enthusiasm with you. And you begin to look into the person and you find he's pretty interesting. And then you begin to tell others about him and vibrate his name and so on and so forth. Well, you know, then that grows your affection for him. And when you have it, then you can't stop talking about him. Right? Uh, so right. sadhana and sadhya, both nam, nam kirtan, kijai. So anything else? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Someone has a question. It says Gayatri, question mark. Um, I think she was going to save her question. Dandala okay. Kurmash, it's Omkar. Can you hear me? Okay. I'm curious. Can you hear me? Our internet's a little bad. Well, sorry for the technical difficulties, um, but um, if we don't have any further questions, I guess. I think Omkar was trying to ask something, but do, do you have the mute original audio on, Omkar? Yeah, Gurmaraj, can you hear me? Now I hear you, yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, yeah, internet's a little bad. I hope you can hear me. Um, I'm curious about, uh, I guess, my own position, because I seem to have, maybe it's an immature position to have this. I mean, it's encouraged, at least by Prabhupada and another Acharyas, that we should have enthusiasm about getting out of our material disposition. Now that's That part's pretty obvious, but it's also said it's part of maturing of your uh, understanding of your position and a, and a sign of a, a sign of an advanced Vaishnav is to accept however many births it might take for us to, 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 to get out of our position just as long as we can get to serve. So I'm wondering about my enthusiasm of getting out here. Do you think it's uh, just uh, impatience or do you think there's a validity to that? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah, it does. I, I think it's important for most devotees. Uh, most devotees will be motivated to some extent by the idea of um, transcending material existence. And that's um, obviously um, a good part of our, our goal, if you will. Um, and um, so it's a very, it's a very motivating uh, factor. Because, but because of the, our, the way in which we go about that hmm, is to factor Krishna into our life. Hmm, um, and, and as a result of that factor, Krishna into life, the liberation is a byproduct. There comes a point in, in the sadhaka's life, as Mahaprabhu demonstrates in his Shikshastakam, I think in the in fourth verse, he just he uh, describes the stage of ruchi, and in that place he says, "Mama Janmani Janmani I'm only interested in bhakti. Hmm? I have no desire for dharma, artha, kama, or even for moksha. Hmm? Uh, uh, dharma, artha, and kama—these are all desires for 
uh, acquisition, improving one's situation in the material world. And the desire for moksha, if one's to attain it, has to be stronger than all of those hmm, to retire all of them. Um, but Mahaprabhu says, I, I don't even care about that because I only care about bhakti. So it doesn't matter to me as long as I can have bhakti wherever I am. So um, uh, prior to that stage, then uh, one will have the desire to, to end material existence, but hopefully if they're paying attention, not unto itself. In other words, yes, I wanna end material existence, and there are many great devotees who pray like this in, in their prayers also. So um, it's certainly appropriate. Um, but because it's part of entering into Krishna Leela, Kamraj, you froze. If you hear me, you're frozen. So point I'm making is that we're not chanting to get liberation. Hmm? That would mean that our bhakti was covered by gyan. We're not chanting to get material improvement. Uh, you know, uh, that's not our purpose. We may be interested in, in liberation because it's part of bhakti. We may be interested even in material things. We need them in some instances. Um, but we're not chanting for those things. <laughs> we're chanting for, for, for love of Krishna. We're chanting to please Krishna. We're chanting to please our guru and Krishna and the Vaishnavas. Um, we want to get out of the material world because it's part of entering into Krishna. You're frozen again. Okay. Oh, no, I can hear. Wait. Hello. Okay. Um, I can hear you, but I can't see you. I had you pinned. Okay. Hello. Okay. So what I was saying is that some people like, you know, some Advaitins, for example, they, they chant Hare Krishna uh, or do bhakti to attain mukti. Hmm? And uh, it's only a means to an end. We already because it's part of bhakti. Hmm? Um, but we we don't we're not doing bhakti just for liberation. We're doing bhakti for bhakti's sake. Um, but in the early stages, it's natural that one be motivated. One's practice will be driven to some extent by the fact that hey, material existence is not very um, conducive for bhakti. And many devotees have told us as such, and uh, even in their prayers have uh, aspired to overcome the cycle of birth, death, and so forth. But again, there's a context to it. Does that help, Omkar? Yeah, that's very nice, Kumaras. Thank you. 
I hope you get liberated soon. <laughs> I have a follow-up on that. Uh, there's that statement by uh, Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita that one who knows my birth and and uh, coming to and how I transcend and uh, you are li they're completely liberated even though they're in the material world. I don't know the exact translation, but is that something similar to what you're talking about here, Gurudev? That uh, uh, one that knows his transcendental birth and coming and going that they're already liberated. So we shoot for bhakti because liberation is already in our pocket. Well, the verse you're referring to is the fourth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. Uh, that's not it. Anyway, it's one who knows about my, she had just talked about, that's uh, the avatar tattva section of the fourth chapter of the, of the Gita, at the beginning of the fourth chapter. One knows about my birth and my activities, Janma Karma Chamediyam, Evam Yoveti Tatvata in truth. Hmm? Uh, understands that uh, that I'm in the world, but not of the world, and so on and so forth. Janma Karma Chamediyam Yoveti Bhaktivedanta. Janma Karma Chamediyam Evam Yoveti Tatvata. Chaktva Deham Punarjanma Naitimameti Suarjanma. What Krishna is saying there is that one who understands my birth and activities as I've described them here to be transcendental upon leaving this world does not take birth again. So the idea is related in that, yes, as I was saying, within the context of bhakti, liberation is, is achieved. It's a byproduct of um, our, uh, our bhakti. So thank you for that. With that, we come to an end. And uh, sorry again for the technical difficulties. I'll have to look into what this was. But we got through it. And I think we answered most of the questions. Yeah. Good to be with you next week if the world is still here. <laughs> um, I just have a quick uh, question. Do you want to do a Swami call next week? Archana and I were wondering, because you're traveling that day, right? Oh, actually, uh, next week is on Sunday. Chidahari and I will be going down to... San Francisco. Yeah, I actually, that's a good point. We won't be not be convenient. We'll be leaving at about this time, a little earlier. Uh, though we fly out on Monday, we'll be staying with Bone. Okay. Oh, you're frozen again. Okay, now I can. So, so, so no Swami call. These will be traveling. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay. Let me stop the recording. And I'm going to make some announcements. Um, okay. So Gurudev won't be here. So, okay. So I guess all the classes will be the same for next week, right, Archana? But then the week after things will be different. Um, all, yeah, the, it, this month, the classes all be the same. Um, oh, yeah. Well, because... I don't know, Pamanavaswami, if he's on, I meant to ask him that, if there's going to be any changes to the 
schedule due to Gurmaraj being giving classes. I would think, but I, I think uh, he's here. He, well, he just got on to give a verse. Maybe he got it. He might have just gotten off at the end. I think he left. Yeah. Um, yeah. We so, can. Yeah. Have people check in. We'll just have them post that on YouTube. Bakti Rasa said there are changes. Um, okay. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Bakti Rasa is watching on her. It has a different setup to where she can't um, add. Maybe we can just. Chitanya Sangha, everybody just needs to get on there check for the schedule and yeah i guess we should it should also be emailed um i'm just gonna write that down as like a thing that's important to do yeah okay i can hear you so um i don't have the schedule in front of me but there's additional classes now this coming week is is the same it's yeah. just Durmaraj is in um north carolina there will be evening classes added at 6 30 i believe and um, let's see, Vyasa Puja Day. It's, Vyasa Puja Day is also a different day for the class. I mean, a different time for the class. Mm -hmm. yeah. The other days, Gorpanim, those will, will be the same. The only day that will be different will be Vyasa Puja Day. Okay. And I want to remind everybody that the daylight savings time changes on saturday not this you know this coming saturday so okay. not everybody's time changes so it'll be an hour earlier than normal if your time does not change it's on sunday Ross. yeah saturday night you change your clocks so that sunday it goes into effect yeah yes Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. We know that. Um, and there, there hopefully will be another newsletter coming out with the correct information. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um, but this week, everything should be the same. It's next week that things correct change. Okay. So this week, so just everyone be watching out for those announcements. So you know what's happening, not this week, but next week. Um, okay. So on Monday, Hari Priya is giving classes, chanting as the prayer of uh, as a prayer of the heart. And then on Tuesday, Guru Nishta is giving class Hari Nam Cham Tamani, how to chant Shuddha Nam. And on Wednesdays, Gaur Sundar is giving classes exploring the third verse of Shikshastakam. Thursday. Uh, so wait, Thursday morning. I, oh wait, no, Friday. Never mind. It changed. Uh, so okay, Thursday. Uh, Brigupad is giving class. Sri Chaitanya's Holy Land, Nava Dweep Dam Parigram, and then earlier on Friday, um, Padmanabha Swami does questions and answers at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then later on Friday, Ashramaraj is giving his classes impediments to the touchstone of the holy name. And then on Saturdays, um, Shamananda is giving class as the sun rises and sets, Gaudiya Vaishnavism goes west. And then Sunday soon, like the next Sunday, a week from now, there won't be a Swami call. Um, yeah. And just thank you, Bhakti Rasa. I don't even know. If I, maybe she's still here. No. Um, yeah. Thanks for explaining that to me. <laughs> um, okay, but we'll give you little updates and stuff. 
but everything is the same for the next week, except there's not going to be a Swami call next Sunday. All right. Okay. Thanks everyone. Is there anything else, Archana? Uh, I think that's it. Um, yeah. All right. There'll be a lot of classes. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of classes. Okay, cool. All righty. I think we're good. Thank, Thank you, you, everyone. <laughs>